0: Okay, everybody, Doug here. Uh, Today I'm going to be discussing American Animals, a 2018 film written and directed by Bart Layton. This movie covers the uh, true story, and I'll talk about what they mean by true, of the so-called Transy Book Heist. This was a famous robbery at uh, Transylvania University in Lexington, Kentucky, where uh, four students, a attempted and successfully carried out a robbery of some extremely rare books. The film uses a truly unique dramatic device in that uh, many movies that detail and document real events will often feature the actual participants uh, or people who did those events in real life. Perhaps at the end of the movie, while the credits roll, you get to see what they really looked like or a glimpse of them. Or perhaps a tiny little cameo as a wink-wink. Like, for example, the real Chuck Yeager makes a brief appearance in The Right Stuff uh, just for a few seconds. This movie chooses to do this a very different way in the sense that we see the story told throughout the movie essentially in two different ways. We see the dramatization of the movie done by the actors uh, interspersed with... Uh, sit-down interviews with the four actual perpetrators of the crime. Um, The actual perpetrators of the crime go so far as to point out some discrepancies between their recollections and what the movie is presenting to you. Uh, The movie as such plays with I think the notion of what is or is not the truth. There's the dramatization version that we see and then there is the version in the head of each of the four uh, book thieves, and they readily admit and show repeatedly throughout the film that their recollections do not always agree in all accounts, which I think is a very, very interesting way uh, for the movie to be presented. You, the reader, or sorry, you, the viewer, are left to some extent to decide on your own uh, what you believe to be the case and what you believe to be either fiction or misremembering on the part of the uh, four perpetrators of the crime. A key element of this film is that uh, the four kids who uh, conduct the Transy book heist, uh, they are not poor, they are not impoverished, uh, they are not stealing these books because they need the money. They are largely doing it to have an adventure. Three of them especially are doing it uh, more so to feel like they did something significant or exciting in their lives. There is definitely a touch of ennui to these boys Um, as they hang around their college campuses, pledge fraternities, uh, drink beer, and smoke a lot of pot. Uh, One of the four boys does seem to be partially motivated by the idea of getting the money, but he also seems to be caught up in the excitement of the idea of planning and pulling off a major robbery. The target of the robbery in this Uh, And this library, again, it's the Transylvania University Special Collections Library, uh, houses several works um, that are of particular note and were of particular interest to the robbers. Uh, The number $12 million is bantered about throughout the movie as if they believe that that is what all of the books are worth in aggregate. Uh, In real life, uh, the books that were involved in the actual heist included a first edition of Charles Darwin's On the Origin of Species by Means of Natural Selection, um, a two-volume 15th century book entitled Hortus Sanitatis, which is a horticultural book, uh, a large number of Audubon pencil drawings, uh, another Audubon book, and the, the grand prize that these boys are after are the four double-sized folios of John James Audubon's Birds in America. These, The latter, these Audubon Birds of America books are uh, enormous books. I mean, these are not books like a paperback book, these are books that are maybe three to four feet on a side, um, several inches thick, and look like they weigh anywhere from fifty to a hundred pounds each. So these are really the primary targets. Much of the film deals with the boys' intricate planning of the robbery. And uh, while the boys are in some ways presented as doofuses or disorganized uh, bumblers... Other times in the film, they are presented as meticulous planners, down to drawing precise uh, layout and architectural plans for the building, uh, building models of the library so they can plan their routes, learning the ins and outs of security cameras, elevators, entrances, exits, and things like that. So the boys are really presented as sort of a mixture of clumsy and haphazard in their planning, yet also at other times, meticulous and precise. The cast is largely made up of uh, four young actors, um, Evan Peters, Barry Keoghan, I think, Blake Jenner, um, and Jared Abramson, who play the four criminals. Only one of these boys I recognize from a prior movie, and that's Barry Keoghan, who uh, has a very small role, but an extremely impressive role as the ill-fated George, uh, the 15-year-old boy who goes along for a ride. Uh, to Dunkirk and uh, Chris Nolan's film of the same name. Um, other than that, I didn't recognize any of the the four leads. And Anne Dowd plays uh, Betty Jean Gooch, who is the librarian that they realize that they must somehow subdue if they are going to get these books out. And actually, uh, not only do we have Anne Dowd playing Betty Jean Gooch in this movie, we also have the real Betty Jean Gooch as well makes a small appearance where she talks about the actual events as well. Much like *Itania*, this film owes a significant debt to Martin Scorsese um, and, to a lesser extent, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, there is overt discussion, for example, of Reservoir Dogs. Uh, they even give each other names, like Mr. White, Mr. Black, Mr. Pink, a la Reservoir Dogs, which apparently happened in real life. I have um, read a fair bit about the Transy book heist. I think the best article that I found was... Uh, titled Majoring in Crime by John Falk from the December 2007 issue of Vanity Fair. And I will tell you, from everything I have read, uh, the movie seems to be a fairly accurate representation of what is known and can be confirmed to have happened regarding the Transy book heist. And the movie is also fairly upfront with the the audience about things that they can't prove or that they can only speculate on. Again, for uh, a movie that is essentially playing with the idea of what is truth and what is fiction. They do a quite a good job of at least conforming to the known and confirmable facts of the case. Uh, the pacing of the movie is quite good. Um, there is essentially a long and ever-increasing uh, slow burn as the four kids plan out the heist and practice all the maneuvers that they have to do. They also realize that once they get these books, they have to sell them. One of the characters flies to Amsterdam to meet a high-level fence. They also have to uh, at one point traveled to New York City to see if they can get the stolen books authenticated. Uh, the centerpiece of the movie is, uh, of course, the actual heist. Uh, you see the heist a couple of different ways, some ways sort of stylized in their minds as they would like it to go. And then when you see the actual heist, um, it's actually far more chaotic Um, and heart-pounding than any of them had anticipated. Uh, Despite their year of planning, and this is, uh, I don't think, any real spoilers, since this was a real event that happened a long time ago that has been widely covered in the press, um, they do manage to uh, perform a much less sophisticated robbery. Not quite a smash and grab, uh, but they do manage to subdue the librarian, Um, and get away with some, not all, but some of the books. The large Audubon books essentially proved to be too large and too heavy for them to manipulate uh, and get out of the library to their waiting getaway car. Of note, they do manage to uh, get out of the building with uh, the Darwin book, um, the Hortus Sanitatus Uh, multiple Audubon drawings and an Audubon book Synopsis of the Birds of North America. So they did manage to escape the building with roughly about anywhere from $750 to a million dollars in books, depending on uh, who you ask. Law enforcement officials have said publicly that if they hadn't tried uh, to get the books authenticated or established provenance from a major auction house in New York, Christie's, that they probably would never have been caught Um, the last act of the film details the boys' capture um, and uh, them being sent to prison and then the end of the film largely shifts to the four real criminals talking about how they feel about uh, the events in retrospect and like I said, you do see the librarian uh, in real life and give her thoughts on how she felt about the events as well. Um, I just want to say one quick thing about the trailer, and I have lamented on this podcast before, some movies where I thought the trailer was... Uh, less than illustrative of what the actual movie was like. This movie has a phenomenal trailer. I don't know who put it together, but it really made me want to see the movie. And the trailer really set the movie up to deliver, which was a really nice thing. And, for example, um, in the Downsizing podcast, I talked about how the the trailer was very misleading and uh, really was a bit of bait and switch, whereas this trailer sets you up for exactly what you're going to see. And then when you get into the movie, they really have not given away... Uh, the game. They haven't given away the best bits, and the movie was quite full of surprises. Uh, The young cast are all good. I liked watching all of them, and in a weird sort of way, I identified with all of them. Um, They're portrayed as reasonable and understandable people. The uh, planning of the crime is very exciting, but the reality of the crime and the fact that they have to subdue the librarian is upsetting to them and weighs on them, as is the realization that they will probably ultimately get caught. So there was a period after the robbery, but before they're caught where uh, it shows the psychological effects uh, that the the robbery has on them. The movie is directed by um, Bart Layton, uh, who does a very, very good job with this film. Uh, he also made The Imposter in 2012, as well as a few other films that are probably lesser known. Uh, again, I was very impressed with this movie. It was made on a very low budget, um, and they just, they just frankly did a very good job of it. It's filmed well, it's shot well, it's edited well. Um, it does not feel uh, like a relatively low-budget indie film. It feels far more polished and professional to that, uh, to that in most respects. Interestingly, I read that the, the four boys who play the criminals did not actually meet the actual criminals until the film was over because they did not want to influence the way that they were going to portray these people and create the characters themselves, which I thought was an interesting point, again, for a movie that's playing with what did and didn't happen. Overall, I thought that this was a very winning film, uh, and I'm very glad that I saw it. I recommend it highly. Um, And again, if you're interested, there's a lot of good stuff online. I'd check out that Vanity Fair article. And if you're interested in additional reading, there's a very nice article in the Lexington Herald Leader uh, by uh, Sarah Voss that also details the case uh, very, very nicely with some good images as well. Uh, That's about it for now. Uh, Definitely a very positive review for this film and looking forward to future works by this director and its young cast. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon.